Hi, and welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with Brian Baker. Hi, Jess. How are you today? I'm great, Brian. How are you? Great. Guess we have a guest with us today. A special guest? A special guest. We have Bethany Richards. Hi, Bethany. Hi, everybody. Our episode today is going to be all about what Bethany has done for the Parkinson's community. So Bethany herself does not have Parkinson's, um, but she founded a nonprofit called Bike Box Project, which she'll talk about. I, I met Bethany last year at the Michael J. Fox Foundation. They have a uh, MVP event. So those who have raised so much money, uh, we get to all get together and meet each other. And we met last year in New York City. And I've been connected with her ever since and following her journey. And it's just been absolutely amazing. So I just wanted to bring her on and share her journey with um, the Parkinson's community, what she has been doing um, with Bike Box Project. And, um, you know, we talk about PD Next Steps in Columbus all the time. So it's exciting to get to spread our wings and share other locations that are doing fantastic things for Parkinson's. So Bethany, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how Bike Box Project came to be and we'll go from there. Sure. And uh, I also very much enjoyed meeting Jessica at MVP last year. Um, just awesome person. So I'm honored to be with everybody today. My name is Bethany and I'm from New Bern, uh, which is where I reside now. I'm a retired firefighter. Um, I worked up in Alexandria, Virginia, and I moved back to New Bern. And upon moving back, I also discovered that my father was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and he also lives in my hometown here in New Bern. So my husband and I retired here um, where my parents are, and I started riding my bike around and just had a thought one day, why don't I make a donation box and put it on the back of my bicycle and when people see my bike maybe they'll um, throw some money in there and it'll motivate me to get more exercise my ride my bike more um, and i can also donate that money that i collect in my box to the michael j fox foundation and actually kind of do my part in um, raising awareness and funds mm -hmm. for a really meaningful cause um, when did that after start that started in, that was seven years ago. So um, quite a while ago. Um, and just after a few short months of starting with that box on my bike, the community just started rallying behind it. And um, we decided to do an awareness ride where we would ride our bicycles from New Bern to Atlantic Beach. It's 40 miles. Hmm. Um, we called that ride Burn Into the Beach. And we wanted all the money to go to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Um, and we did, we, we rode our bikes in a police escort um, the whole way to the beach. Cool. And this past October, we celebrated our seventh year doing that. Um, so that is our big Michael J. Fox fundraiser of the year. Okay. Um, and it's tremendous and a lot of fun. And we allow 100 people um, to ride in it. And then we cut it off at that point. So it, it usually fills up in about a week. We have wow. our 100 and um, so logistically, it just allows us to manage yeah. things a little bit better. Um, and then since then, just people have had ideas. My board has come to me with ideas, um, events, and whatever we say we're going to do, we just end up following through and we do it. Um, so we've done wine and dinner pairings and awareness walks, and we're getting ready to host um, the first pickleball tournament oh. here in New York. For we want to do that. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
just event after event. And we love it because we find that we will find more people, even if it's one person from each event that didn't know about us before, mm-hmm. about Bike Box Project and how not only do we support Michael J. Fox um, and his crucial mission to cure Parkinson's, but also to support our people living with Parkinson's here mm-hmm. in our local community. So and there's, you know, a lot. So talk about that because that's is similar to uh, when my friends and I started the 5K for JK, um, it's trying to help people locally where we live. So you you did the same thing or you're doing the same thing. What are the types of things that you're able to do locally? Like how do you support the Parkinson's community? Uh, a few years after we created Bike Box Project with the board and, and doing fundraising and events, um, we discovered Rocksteady Boxing, mm-hmm. which is just an awesome beneficial exercise program for those um, that have Parkinson's disease. So we went through the channels of um, asking for grants from local businesses. And um, a lot of our fundraising at that point was for um, and to create a Rocksteady Boxing here in New Bern. Mm-hmm. Um, we were successful in doing that. Um, we started with six boxers. Um, we currently now have over 70 Oh boxers. my gosh. Wow. Um, which is just a lot. (laughs) Um, But also, so the classes are in and of themselves just spectacular. Mm -hmm. Um, We offer two classes a day. We have variety classes. Um, We have a game night once a month where the boxers and caregivers come in and we all play bingo Mm -hmm. or Trivial Pursuit. Um, But we also have very important support groups that meet. And there is a support group that meets um for the person with parkinson's and their Mm -hmm. caregiver and then we also have a separate only caregiver meeting so they have a chance to um really kind of vent if you will Mm -hmm. or share things that maybe they otherwise wouldn't because their partner um is with them so it's really branched out to we have focused so much on the caregiver as well as the person mm-hmm. with Parkinson's. Um, for our rock steady boxing class, we actually last year um, was able to, we were able to purchase a 15 passenger bus. I saw um, that on the boxer bus. And if people cannot attend class because they no longer drive, we will pick them up and bring them to class and then take them home. And that isn't an effort to give the caregiver or the spouse that time Mm -hmm. to run an errand on their own, Mm -hmm. clean the house, have some quiet time, take a nap, Mm -hmm. um, whatever they need to do and allow their boxer to come in and get their beneficial exercise. And we are kind of a no excuse gym. Yeah. Just because you no longer drive doesn't mean you can't get here. We will get you here. Um, We will coach you and we will get you home. Um, so it's just all those facets yeah. of, you know, supporting a cure, but supporting our community that needs us so much in every aspect, whether it be the person um, struggling with the diagnosis, um, but their family and their caregiver, too. Mm-hmm. That's great. I would love to have a bus. No, we don't need a bus. Yeah, we do. You know, <laughs> Melissa would have us out there picking everybody up. She'd be, she'd be like, I'd be like, I can't come in today. And she'd be like, I'll pick you up. The bus is cool. And look, I will tell you that there are a couple of people that can still drive and they, d- they decide to take the bus because there's a lot that's happening on that bus. And I don't know anything about it. They they're not allowed to talk about it, apparently. 
Um, but they're apparently they get really close, and there's some there's some things that are going down. On the what bus, happens so. on the bus stays on the bus. Stays on the bus. That's right. <laughs> but it's actually, I mean, it's actually kind of nice because when you think about it, and I was actually thinking about this for our own gym, um, you know, because community and socializing is such a big part of dealing with the disease. Um, From the like, caregiver as well as the patient themselves. Yeah, but I mean, but even just for the for the patient, like, you know, we, and I don't know if you see this at your gym, like, people will hang around either in the beginning or after uh, after one of the workouts just to like catch up on like on on anything but it's like oh, we yeah. need to have like a little coffee shop or like something yeah i mean they get here an hour early uh, okay so that's not just us <laughs> no and yesterday one of our newest boxers we have open gym prior to um, our classes so mm. boxers from other days can come in and have open gym time so they can still get a workout in yeah. um, even though their class isn't scheduled that day and one of our newest guys came in an hour and a half early because he wanted to work out with those people from the other Aww. class um, and learn from them before his own class started there's so much camaraderie mm -hmm. it is it is just that's the best part that's what I know most of my people will say that is their favorite part yeah. and the most meaningful part is the camaraderie. Jessica hangs out after class because she has trouble making it on time before class. I have an issue with being late. I know I do, but oh, I, no. I'll stick around. I, I, it's hard to, you have to kick me out sometimes. <laughs> um, so I've seen like all of the amazing things that you have done. And when you think about it, I think of people like you and like Melissa and there are there are others that are out there doing things like this and you know you're just one person that started this it only took one and then it grew to where you are now what what can you tell you know other people that might be interested because I get questions um pretty often of like okay how how did we start the 5k and you know connecting with Michael J Fox Foundation things like that if people are interested in doing something in their own area, whether it be for Fox or for Rocksteady, like, do you have any advice? Um, I think I think it's three things. One, it starts with the individual and having a passion, and mm -hmm. uh, obviously having a connection um, where it really means something. It's a family member, it's a close friend, and you're able to focus on really truly wanting to help that person mm -hmm. or those people. Um, the second thing is surrounding yourself with motivated, positive people that mm -hmm. also share co a connection, um, know somebody. I am surrounded by the most amazing team and coaches and board members and friends and family. Um, you know, none of this is possible without them. I just put a donation box on the back of my bike and it's because of everybody that has been around me that we are now in our own gym and doing all these things. Um, so surrounding yourself with the people that are going to mm -hmm. help you make that difference is crucial. And those people are out there. I mean, all of us, I think, have it instilled that we want to help in some way and we want to give back. So finding those people is, is huge. Um, and then the third thing is to put your mind to it and mm -hmm. just, um, don't take no for an answer uh, and and come up with creative ways to get attention, um, spread the awareness and to have a whole lot of fun. People are very much attracted to fun and happy, positive, um, 
event. So make it fun um, and and just go out and, and do it. Don't take no for an answer. I mean, I like it's kind of like, how did you feel when you got diagnosed with Parkinson's? Did you have a moment of being upset and feeling down mm-hmm. and then pick yourself up and say, well, I'm going to do something about it? Um, you know, it's it's kind of like that where you say, I've got to do something about this and and I'm going to do it. Um, so I don't know if that was your reaction, yeah. Jessica. Yeah, well, that's, that's, you know, that was mine. And I know that's not everybody's, um, but that's why there are people like you and, and others in this world that are, that can get people to that point. Um, so, because I can imagine even in your own community, you know, Parkinson's probably wasn't discussed or talked about. And now it's, it's like the thing to, the thing to be a part of, right? Everybody and, wants yep. to do it. Everybody wants to be in this <laughs> club. I like that, you know, having passion, being around other people that are motivated and making things happen. So what's been the biggest surprise as you've developed this, this group? You know, I, my father didn't tell our family his diagnosis for over a year. Um, he kept it quiet and now he is like my walking billboard and he is just out there. He's been diagnosed now for, um, 15 years. Wow. Um, and he is out there and he owns it and I'm so proud of him. And I feel like there have been several other people, um, in our group, that have been the same way where they don't want people to treat them different. They don't want people to feel sorry for them. Um, But when they come into this group and they start to get some of that confidence back Mm -hmm. and they know that there's this whole family and that there's nothing to be scared of um, and it's okay to be true to yourself and to just, um, just own it. Uh, we've had so many people that have been been able to do that, and that is truly rewarding to me mm-hmm. that people are able to kind of um, kind of just understand their diagnosis and work their way through it mm-hmm. amongst such a family that we've created here. Um, one of my boxers who's been with us for two years just came in this morning for our strength and spin class. And she said, I was at my church group and we went around in a circle about what are we happy for and thankful for. And she hadn't told anybody in her group she was diagnosed with Parkinson's. And she said, I am fortunate to be part of Rocksteady. And my happiness is um, in part to rock steady. And nobody knew that she had been diagnosed. And she mm-hmm. just told me that today. And she is like completely comfortable with people knowing. And I'm like, what if we didn't have rock steady? Where would she be mm-hmm. with her mindset? Mm-hmm. Um, but she's confident and comfortable. And that just makes it rewarding to me um, to, to help these people find their way. What do you think was the turning point for your dad? Because a lot of people are like that, where they keep it from family. Um, what do you think made him open up? Was it was it your drive to, to do things? I don't or? know if it was just over time, he finally just was able to discuss it. Um, 
you know, the bike box, I was getting a lot of publicity and we were getting mm -hmm. on the news and he, it was his wish that I, I do not let people know that my father is the one, the reason why I was doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and after, after a while, I just asked my dad, look, I need to be able to tell people that my father is, is the one having the struggle and mm -hmm. it's okay if people know. Um, and I think just over time and him knowing uh, what we had going on and the fight that we were making for him, he was willing to say, I'm, I'm good with it. Let, let's, let's do it. That's awesome. Well, Bethany, thank you so much. I mean, this is the things that you are doing and the the lives that you are changing is just absolutely incredible. And I will I, I will love to share your website um, for the Bike Box Project for people to go check out um, your your. Uh, I know there's a couple like YouTube spots that you have and, and different like, advertisements, and they're just it's fantastic and it's so inspiring. Um, so. I, I know you probably feel that fulfillment every single day, but it's just, I'm just so happy for what you're doing for that area. Thank you so much. And and it's people like you that motivate me too. So thank you for all that you do and all the awareness you bring. And it's, you know, we're a team. Absolutely. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. But in our last 30 seconds though, I'll wrap it up with this. As Bethany said, there anybody can make uh, make these changes in, in a community, in people's lives that are living with Parkinson's. You have to have passion, you have to be able to make connections with other people who are motivated, and at the end of the day, just do it. Don't take no for an answer and make things happen. This can be life-changing for people living with Parkinson's or their family members, the caregivers. There's so many people around that can be lifted up if they have others around to support them. So. Thank you again, Bethany, and we'll see you next time. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.